The Ghost of Nightmare Park Have you ever woken up after 500 years to discover you are a ghost and that your home has been turned into a theme park? No? I thought not. Well, that is exactly what happened to Lord Phantom. He had died 500 years earlier when his head was detached from his body with an axe. That normally does the trick. He had displeased the king by serving up cold tomato soup at a royal banquet. The king did what any self-respecting monarch would do. He had him beheaded. But the soup's meant to be cold, your majesty. It's called gazpacho. Were the lord's last words as the axeman brought his blade down hard on the man's neck. The lord and his head were buried together in an unmarked grave in some woodland. Such was the shame his cold soup had brought on him, his family, and the country at large. Soon Phantom Manor became deserted, and the house and gardens fell into disrepair. One day, hundreds of years later, the country house was bought by an American billionaire. His name was Buzz Busby. He was a little old man with a tan so orange it would make a Satsuma blush. Busby's teeth were sparkling white, and what hair he had left was dyed so black it was almost blue. It created quite a contrast with his face, which resembled a dried apricot. Busby had made his billions building theme parks all over America. This was his first one in Great Britain. Busby named it Dream Park. Then he had the most marvellous idea. The crumbling old house itself would become the site of the park's roller coaster. It would be called Ruin Coaster. No one had ever done this before. The roller coaster track would twist and turn through the old ruins' huge double doors, into the halls, down into the cellar, around the rooms and out of the windows. It would be thrilling to speed through a spooky old country house. The dust, the cobwebs, the broken chandeliers dangling from the ceilings would all add to the atmosphere. The builders arrived in their truckloads and set to work. After months of drilling and banging, it was finally finished. The instant it opened, Ruin Coaster became the most famous roller coaster in the world. It was so popular that people from all over the country queued day and night to get on it, even though the ride was over in a few seconds. Buzz Busby wasn't a billionaire for nothing. He soon realized he had to build another roller coaster, bigger and better than Ruin Coaster, to cope with the incredible demand. The problem was there wasn't a square foot of land he hadn't built on already to create a ride, a restaurant, or a merchandise shop. Busby hated being a mere billionaire and longed to be a trillionaire. The only part of Phantom Manor that he had not developed was the woods at the end of the garden. So, one crisp morning, 
Busby sent an army of diggers to clear the trees. An impossibly tall roller coaster that reached the edge of the Earth's atmosphere. Sky Coaster was to be built there. I want those woods completely concreted by noon, he barked. Trees were chopped down. Hedgerows were cleared, and the ground was dug up. Of course, if you have been paying attention, you will remember that under the ground was a 500-year-old nobleman and his 500-year-old head. The diggers cleared the earth above him. The noise woke Lord Phantom up from his eternal sleep. Now he was a ghost. I say, began his head, which was cradled under his arm, as he sat up in his grave. What in the name of goodness are you and your mechanical beasts doing to my woodland? Like all ghosts, Lord Phantom glowed silver and was see-through. The construction workers were terrified at the sight. <coughs> they cried. Such was the commotion the ghost caused that their diggers crashed into trees and each other. The construction workers fled the woods, screaming all the way. Now, the last thing that the ghost of Lord Phantom remembered was making his final impassioned speech about the cold tomato soup. The next thing he knew, everything had fallen silent and dark. So he had no idea that hundreds of years had passed and that his precious country house had been turned into a theme park. He didn't even know what a theme park was. A great day out for the family 500 years ago was going to the town square to watch someone being beheaded, something that Lord Phantom and his family had enjoyed immensely, until it was his head being chopped off. That was not so much fun. So you can imagine the ghost of Lord Phantom's shock when he stumbled out of the woodland to see his perfectly kept garden was now a thick jungle of rides and amusements. The noise, the lights, the people, muttered the ghost to himself. The place is packed with peasants. Of course, the biggest shock came when he entered his precious country house. What sorcery is this? He spluttered, spying the roller coaster track. At first, all was quiet. Then he heard a rumbling, and he spotted a chain of carriages holding a hundred people to a loop the loop through his ballroom. <coughs> before zooming out of the window, the ghost was swept off his feet. He dropped his head. Ouch! It rolled across the ballroom. Pick me up, you fool! The head shouted to the body. I'm covered in dust! Achoo! The blind body stumbled forward and accidentally kicked it. Ouch! It was as if he were playing football with his own head, which is not advised. The head came to a halt in the centre of the ballroom. Over here! He cried. Achoo! And don't boot me this time, you nincompoop! Just as the body bent over and picked up the head... At last, 
the front of the roller coaster carriage scooped him off the floor. The ghost looped the loop as a hundred riders screamed behind him. As the roller coaster came to an abrupt halt, Lord Phantom and his head were catapulted through the air. Shame upon shame, the ghost crash landed in a wheelie bin. The wheelie bin lurked beside a restaurant called Busby's Finger Licking Pickin' Flickin' Chicken. So Lord Phantom emerged covered in grease, tomato ketchup, and chocolate milkshake. The indignity! He cried. As he was clambering out of the bin, the ghost noticed the construction workers he had spooked earlier in the woods. They were talking to some people in uniforms with security emblazoned on the back of their coats. Words were tumbling out of their mouths at such a rate, it was difficult to make sense of them. However, the ghost caught some of it. We dug up a ghost! A headless ghost! A ghost? A man from the olden days! Really olden days! Which way did he go? Not sure. I ran away. I wasn't as scared, so I lightly jogged away. I wasn't scared at all, so I just walked away. Liar, liar, pants on fire! It was slowly dawning on the ghost what had happened. I must be hundreds of years in the future, he muttered to himself. The pounding music, the kaleidoscope of lights, the forest of metal confirmed the suspicion. But now I hold the power. These peasants fear me. Before dawn, I will rid my home of them forever. Well, it didn't quite work out like that. Let me explain. As the ghost paraded around the park, he was delighted to witness the horror on the visitors' faces. The sight of a medieval nobleman with his head detached was enough to give everyone the willies. Oh, help! No! Have you ever seen a headless ghost? And I don't mean in this book, Clever Clogs. No? I thought as much. People ran for their lives, rushing like a river through the exits of Dream Park. To add to the fright, the ghost began to do peculiar things with his own head. He hurled it up in the air. He did keepy-uppies with it. He even put it on his neck upside down, which was quite a sight. Run, peasants! Run! he cried as a coach trip of elderly people staggered out of the exits. Soon he was all alone in Phantom Manor. It belonged entirely to him again. An absolute disgrace that my beautiful home has been ruined by all these unsightly fairground novelties. A little part of him was intrigued, though. I suppose I should try at least one, he muttered to himself. So he approached the lock flue. As the park was completely empty, there were no queues whatsoever. He sat on the first log and waited as it chugged up the steep slope. Well, this is tedious in the extreme. However, after reaching the top, he finally saw where he was heading. Down at terrific speed. Woo! 
cried at the thrill. The log hit the pool at the bottom and water splooshed everywhere. Again, again, cried the ghost. Because the park was deserted, the ghost went straight round again and again and again. He ended up doing the log flume ten times in a row. Next was the pirate ship. This he rode 50 times. Ahoy! Next, he and his head rushed to the runaway train. My turn! My turn! Having died 500 years ago, he had no clue what a train was, let alone a runaway one. However, once again he went round and round and round the track, having the time of his life. Well, time of his death, really, because he was a ghost. Choo-choo! He exclaimed, mimicking the noise of the train. When he'd finally had enough, he noticed the hundreds of photographs of him on display in the booth. How wonderful! I have been painted to perfection, he said, admiring himself in various expressions of excitement. It was now midnight, and there was so much more of the park to discover. The ghost went on the teacups. This was one of those spinning rides that spun you round in circles. After being spun a thousand times, the ghost felt as if he might throw up that cold tomato soup, the last meal he had eaten 500 years before. The silver phantom turned a putrid shade of green. Oh, oh dear. The bumper cars. With his hands on the steering wheel and his head in his lap, the ghost could not see where he was going. That just added to the fun. The car whizzed round the track, bumping the other cars high into the air. The ghost train. Surprisingly for a ghost, the ghost train gave Lord Phantom the willies. As soon as it shuddered to a halt, he ran away as fast as he could, cradling his head in his hands. Witchcraft! Witchcraft! He screamed. Be gone, spirits! Be gone! Then he had a sudden moment of realisation. I don't mean me be gone. I mean the other spirits, the properly scary ones. By dawn, the ghost had experienced every single attraction at Dream Park. I hate to admit it, he muttered to himself as he sat on a plastic toadstool. But I do think these additions have livened up this old place no end. As the morning sun rose in the sky, there was the distant sound of whirring. Lord Phantom looked up to see a helicopter slicing through the air. What dragon of the skies is this? He asked himself as he rose to his feet. A helicopter touched down on the lawn of Phantom Manor not far from him, and a short man stepped out. Good morning, the man chirped. Good morrow to you. May I have a ride in your winged beast? Perhaps later. We need to talk. Talk away, sir. I am Buzz Busby. What kind of a ridiculous name is that? An American one. Never heard of the place. Busby smirked. I demand to know who you are, spluttered the ghost. Well... I am the billionaire owner of Dream Park. It's called Phantom Manor, and I think you will find I am the owner. 
and I am a hundred heir. Please calm down, Mr. Phantom. Lord Phantom, you blackguard. I challenge you to a duel. Lord Phantom, I'm sorry. But in fairness, you died 500 years ago. I bought this wreck and turned it into one of the greatest theme parks in the world. But now you come back to life and ruin everything. It's not my fault your laborers dug me up. You shouldn't have been buried there. You may be shocked to discover that when it came to having my head detached from my body, I had no say in the matter. Won't you just please go back to wherever you came from? How dare you? I am Lord Phantom, and this is Phantom Manor. This is where I came from. This is my home. No, never. Now buzz off, Mr. Buzzy Buzz Buzz, or whatever your ridiculous name is. Being a billionaire, Busby was not used to being denied anything. His eyes narrowed, his nostrils flared, his ears waggled. How dare you? He thundered. I do dare, I do. I dare too. I double dare you. I dare you to infinity and no returns. Suddenly there was a loud noise from the gates of Dream Park. News had spread around the world of this real life, or rather real dead, ghost. Now thousands of people were flocking to the park to see this headless wonder. Let us in! Let us in! They cried, rattling the gates. What do these peasants want? We, we want, want to see, see the, the ghost. ghost! They chanted. Buzz Busby's eyes lit up with glee. I am going to be rich! Well, I'm already rich. Richer than rich! Not just a trillionaire, but a zillionaire! They want little old me, asked the ghost, trying his best to sound humble for the first time in his life, or rather, death. They do! This could be the first theme park in the world to have a ghost! It will be a sensation! A sensation, you say? Yes! Hmm. Muse the ghost. Do I have any say in the matter? If you must, replied the hard-nosed businessman. The question is, your lordship, how would you like to be the most famous ghost in the world? Now Lord Phantom Silver Eyes lit up with glee. Well, since you put it like that, open the gates! Let the peasants in! Within moments, Lord Phantom was swarmed by Thousands of people, all eager to meet an actual ghost and have their picture taken with him. In time, Busby renamed Dream Park. He called it Nightmare Park. The ghost of Lord Phantom became the star attraction. People came from all over the world to Nightmare Park to meet him. Welcome to Nightmare Park, peasants. He would say, as he welcomed them through the gates with a smile. Then the ghost would lie in wait, hiding among the rides. When the carriages trundled past, he would hurl his head up to the air, giving them the fright of their lives. Boom! Children would scream in delight. Thanks to Lord Phantom, Nightmare Park became the most popular theme park in the world. 
No doubt you will be pleased to learn that as a result, Buzz Busby became a gazillionaire. The only thing people didn't like was the cold tomato soup that Lord Phantom insisted was added to the menu at Nightmare Park's restaurant. That had been renamed too. Lord Phantom's finger-lickin'-pickin'-flickin'-chicken for peasants. Sometimes an unsuspecting child would try the soup. Ah, it's cold! They would say. It's called gazpacho! The Lord would always roar. It's meant to be cold! The soup would dribble straight out of his neck onto the table. 